our children, um, whether they're in elementary school, middle school, or high school, they are formulating opinions about life. And it's uh, we have a higher chance of influencers, someone that is younger, to have a certain opinion than someone who's had the same opinion for about 40 plus years. Hi, this is Shlomo Sosin, the host of the Teenage Impact Podcast, where we share stories, tips, and specific strategies on how you as a teenage kid can overcome any struggle in life, whether you are anxious, depressed, overcoming challenges in your relationships or at home. I have interviewed over 55 people from all around the world on how they overcame adversity and how you can too. Are you facing daily challenges, frustrations, and unnecessary stress as a teenager? Do you feel like you don't truly fit in or that you can't be your authentic self? Do you feel helpless sometimes? After conducting over 55 interviews of people who went through extreme hardships, I have found that resilience is the number one factor in overcoming any type of adversity. The good news is I put together a life-changing course called Building Resilience 101, where once you go through it, you will start your self-discovery process. You will learn how to manage your emotions and you will learn how to be more resilient so these tough times won't define you. I want to give you a 50% discount on the course, but I'm only going to give it to the first 10 people who sign up. So click on the link in the description to sign up. And where you see the promo code or the discount code, type podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And you're going to receive 50% off, but I'm only going to give it to the first 10 people. So sign up right now. This podcast episode is going to be about why racism needs to end with our children. When I was younger, my mom was born in India. My dad was born in Pakistan. Family is from Israel. So throughout my life, uh, I would say about for 10 years, I always experienced racism and prejudice by the other students. People would say stuff like, all Jews should have died in the Holocaust. Around when I was 10, 11 years old is when 9-11 happened. And when 9-11 happened, all the brown kids got targeted. I received a lot of Indian jokes, a lot of Pakistanian jokes, a lot of terrorist jokes, a lot of Jewish jokes. I was always known as that token brown kid or that token Jew. People wouldn't even know my name. People would just call me as the Jew or the Indian kid. And so for a very long time, as I was getting targeted, I kind of despised my background and my heritage. And I didn't want to be Indian. I didn't want to be Jewish. And in fact, I remember when I was younger, every time I would go out or someone would ask what I am, my parents would even tell me, hey, don't say you're Jewish or don't say uh, your dad's from Pakistan because they knew that if I said that, there's a possibility that there would be racist people out there and saying mean things to me. Um, I would just say I'm Indian because Indians were less targeted 
than Pakistanis or Jews. Not to say they weren't targeted, but they were targeted much less. So I despised my religion for a long time. But luckily, I am grateful. I am grateful that I never got physical bullied, physically bullied for my race or my religion. I never got beat up. I never got profiled by any adults. I never got profiled by the cops. I never had to be afraid or scared to act a certain way or else something will happen to me or I'll be arrested or I'll be beat up. Luckily, that never happened to me. But I do know several people who had to go through dressing a certain way, had to talk a certain way or else bad things will happen to them because of how they look, because of their skin color. And they would be racially profiled by either other students, by teachers or by adults. A lot of people see how adults are being racist. A lot, whatever it's on media, we see racist cops, we see other racist professionals, we see shootings that happen. But what we don't see is the racism that is portrayed in schools by other students. It's a higher chance that if an adult who is 40, 50, 60, 70 years old, who has thought a certain way for all of their life, it's going to be extremely difficult to change their mind. Not saying it's impossible, but it's going to be extremely difficult to change their mind. A lot of the protests that are happening are happening because they want policy change. They want to be treated. We want to be treated equally. But even if there are policy changes, even though that there are going to be system changes in the next one to three years, racism will still exist. It won't change people's mind just because policies are changing. What eventually, what will happen and how I believe racism will, I I wouldn't say racism will be completely eliminated um, because it's been around for hundreds and thousands of years. But what I will say is that we can greatly minimize Racism, in my opinion, in the next 30 to 50 years. But we have to start with our children. Because if our children, whether they're in elementary school, middle school, or high school, they are formulating opinions about life. And it's uh, we have a higher chance of influencers, someone that is younger, to have a certain opinion than someone who's had the same opinion for about 40 plus years. When we are children, we formulate opinions based off of our surroundings, what our parents do, what our, t- what our parents do, what our parents say, what we see on TV, what we see on media. And the last thing we want is a certain group of kids to formulate opinions based off of what their parents or their older siblings or their friends are telling us are telling them. And what happens? You know, an adult, whether they are joking around or making a comment based off of something they see on TV or based off of what they see in the news, they make a comment. And when a parent makes a comment, a lot of times the children will listen. And a parent will not notice that 
the children is there or the children even comprehends what's going on. But most of the time, the kid does comprehend what's going on. And so they take whatever they're hearing from the parents or from their older siblings and they take what they're saying, whether even if it's a joke, and they bring it to school and they pick on the kid who is a different skin color based off of what the parent says, based off of what the uncle aunt says, based off what they hear on TV, based off of what they say on social media, whatever it is. Now that kid takes whatever they hear, formulate that into their own belief, and now they make the same jokes, whether they are playful or whether they're meant to hate other people and bring them to school. So what can you do as a 15, 16, 17-year-old with everything going on? And how do you help educate your fellow classmates or maybe even your fellow adults on how to love everyone and not to be racist and to judge people by their character and not by their skin color? First thing you can do is when you're in your classroom, well, whenever school starts or whenever you're hanging out with a group of friends and you have a friend that's a different skin color, or if you have a friend that's a different religion and you see other people making jokes about them, a lot of times what other people do is they jump in, they contribute to the conversation or the jokes that is being told to that one person of that one particular race. Even though you, quote unquote, might be joking around, the person you're telling the jokes to might take it the wrong way, might take it as a hate comment, and they're going to grow up either despising their race, they're going to grow up hating you or the group of people. So instead of when you see stuff like that, when you see racism, even if it's quote-unquote joking around, jump in and defend that person. Because it starts with one person's voice of saying, hey, whatever you're saying about that person's race or religion is not right, and that you should stop. What if that one person was telling you hurtful jokes about your race or religion? I remember when I was in high school, and you know, I would always get joked around for being Jewish, Someone actually for, I think, some senior prank, I I don't know what it was, dress up day, Halloween, I forgot what it was, but someone dressed up in front of me as Hitler. Everyone laughed about it. They thought it was funny. And I didn't think it was funny. And back then, I didn't really raise my voice. I didn't really raise my opinion, but I should have. It wasn't really funny to me. And other people, I feel like, was making it worse by laughing with him versus uh, by laughing at me versus telling on a teacher or standing up for me. So I wish that stuff would have happened when I was younger. The second thing you can do is you yourself can either start organization and clubs in schools or you can partake in organization in schools that involve about interracial conversation or interracial support. So what this is going to do is you're going to start having friends in other religions and other races and talk about different racial policies and different racial controversies that are happening in the world or in your country. You're going to soon 
realize that there are people in other communities that support your religion or your race. And you, other people are going to feel welcomed by you supporting their race and their religion and hearing their voice. And now you have a club or organization with different races and religions all supporting each other, all listening to each other. And so when controversies like this is going on right now in the world and in America, now different races will start supporting each other against controversies like this. So I would say the first tip you can do is you can stop your classmates from making fun of other races and religions. Number two, you can start or join organizations and clubs that support interracial, interracial friendships and talk about different racial policies. And you can support each other during times like this. And number three, what you should do is if you hear an adult, whether it's your teacher, whether it's a parent or whether it's an older sibling, whoever it is, talk negatively about a certain race, correct them. It's hard to correct people because adults have a certain perception they were raised with for 30, 40, 50 plus years. They were raised a certain way. They were raised to believe a certain thing. And when you're raised to believe a certain thing and you see something on the news, there could be like, oh, it's these groups of people that are always causing trouble. You can correct them and say, hey, no, these are just one particular people that happen to be that race. There's good and bad people in every race, in every country, in every religion. And it's wrong to judge someone based off of their skin color. I always preach about judging people by their character and not by the skin color. So that's number three. If you hear an adult, whoever it is, that's talking bad about a certain group of people, correct them because they might have preconditioned beliefs about a certain group of people. And you could be the person that could be changing their mind, especially if they love you. Will these tips help in the short term? Um, like I said in the podcast episode, in the beginning of the podcast episode, no. I don't think these tips will help in the short term. It probably won't help with changing policies, um, which is why the protests are going on, because they want short, immediate uh, change, and they want to see how the justice system, they want to see change in the justice system and how people are convicted of crimes. But uh, I really wanted to bring this podcast episode because I know long-lasting change in our mindset, in our core, happens when we're younger. If we teach our kids how to love, no matter what skin color, no matter what religion you are, then within the next 30 to 40 years, we're going to be in a community where problems like this will not exist. We're living in unfortunate times where there are black people who are being killed for their skin color. And when they're being killed, they're also being blamed, blaming them what they are doing is wrong. And it's because when we were younger, certain people were raised to hate people. And that's just unfortunate. A lot of people who run the system right now were born to hate. And they have it in their core to hate certain races. And they have it in their core to hate a certain group of people. We want policy change now. 
but there is a great chance that we won't change our mind. 30 or 40, 50 years from now, the kids who were raised to love instead of hate are the ones that's going to be running these justice systems. And we will see long-lasting change if you start with the people in elementary, middle school, and high school. Don't think as a 14, 15, 16, 17-year-old, you can't make change, that people will not listen to you, that you don't have a voice. As a teenager, I was a very shy kid, and I wish I expressed myself more often. I didn't, and I didn't have anyone telling me to express my voice. But I'm here telling you, if you're listening to this podcast episode, you do have a voice. If something does not sit right with you, go out there and make a change. You know, we all have we all have our own beliefs. And you if you have a belief that something is not right, then you have the capability of changing it. And you're going to be the next generation of adults and you're going to be the next leaders in the next fifteen or twenty years running the world. So I want change to start with you. So if you do have hate of a certain religion or if you do have hate of a certain race or a certain belief system that goes on in your head because an adult taught you to think this way, I challenge your belief system to go talk to that certain race or religion and have conversations with those type of people and try to get their point of view. Because the more you talk to people in the race or the religion or the type of people that you hate, Instead of loving them, go talk to those people and figure out why you hate them. Because I guarantee you, if you just have a one-on-one conversation with different types of people, you will see why things are the way they are. And maybe you two can change each other's belief system about each other's religions or each other's race. Thanks for listening to this podcast episode. I usually don't talk a lot about politics or get involved with race, religion, or anything like that. I try to keep it very neutral, but I I find that it's very, as an influencer, as someone who has a voice, I find like is my duty to talk to the next generation and let them know that they have a voice. I'm not an expert at this topic by any means. I don't have all the facts in place. A lot of things that I did say is very opinion-based, but... I felt like I should express my opinion and hopefully influence someone's life to love more versus hate. If you haven't done so already, click the link in the description for my course, Building Resilience 101. It's, I'm telling you, it's a life-changing course. It's something that took me years and years and years to find out, spending thousands of dollars on mentors and coaches to help me learn some of the things some of these things I'm going to teach you for a very affordable price. But once you click on the link and once you type in podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, as a discount code, if you're one of the first 10 people who have signed up, then you will receive a 50% discount. If you're not following me right now, follow me on Instagram at Shlomo Salson. The spelling's going to be in the description. If you do have any questions about any of the podcast episodes, feel free to message me. I'm always here as a friend. And until next time, peace.